welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Welcome back for another week of Locked On Bulldogs. We're glad you're with us three times a week during this offseason. Uh, Daniel and I are incredibly fanatical fans, which is a whole lot of words to say. Uh, we love them dogs. We do. Yeah, that's correct. Um, a whole lot of words to say is uh, consequently the subtitle of this podcast. I don't know if you <laughs> all the, the words needed, not 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 the words fit to print. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But I'm not even sure "needed" is appropriate. But they're there one way. We or we have another. them, so might as well use them. Uh, Daniel and I are glad you're with us. If you're a longtime listener, thank you so much. We sincerely appreciate your support. If you're new to the podcast, let me tell you a little bit about us. Uh, first of all, we're not gurus or experts in the the typical sense. We are just incredibly huge fans that want you to be the best fan possible. So this is a podcast for fans. By fans, Daniel. Correct. This podcast also happens to be brought to you by the fine folks over at Bill Bar. And you can go to BillBar.com uh, and enter the promo code locked on to get $10 off your first order. And as Clint said, right. we are Georgia fans. And um, that's what we're passionate about. And that's what we're passionate about talking to you about. We're here to help you be the best fans that you can be. We are not experts on much, but we do consider ourselves experts on that. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, we're glad that you're here. If you're a longtime listener, if you're a new listener, thank you for being here. Lots of ways that you can follow along and um, uh, participate. Join in with the show. You can email us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast if you've got ideas for segments if you've got things that you want us to talk about things that you want to hear our opinions about if you would like many words on any subject and mm. i mean at this point pretty much any subject there's no sports on tv it's we are in the pretty much anything we we can give you many words on at this point uh, you can hit us up and let us know um uh, what you want uh what you want to hear more of and um yeah we love interacting with you guys on there if you like the show you can uh leave us a rating or review particularly on apple podcast um uh, so just click that five stars and type good show and that That's would be that would do. be fantastic that's sufficient few uh, words there in order Correct. to review our many words here. That's We've used all the words for you. You don't need to use them anymore. Just the stars will do is what we're looking for. Correct. Uh, hey, Daniel, I want to start off this uh, this episode uh, with a little bit of lamenting news. Is that, yeah. is that a fair should, thing to say? Maybe we should introduce a uh, – I thought we would introduce a new segment for the podcast. Okay. A new, I had a new segment idea. <laughs> this, is uh, a, this, this is a segment I call Why DeAndre Baker – why? Uh, let us hope that this is a short-lived segment, shall we? Or a not-often-used yeah, well, segment. Well, I don't know. I, well, I mean, in one sense, he's he's either he's most likely going to fall into complete obscurity and anonymity. So it's going to be difficult for him to make the news Correct. after this. Um, DeAndre Baker, lest you don't know, um, has been uh, has turned himself in. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been uh, accused of a crime, which he says he does not he did not commit. Um, four counts of armed robbery and uh, armed battery. Is that am I accurate on that, Clint? Uh, yes, aggravated assault. Aggravated assault, not battery. Semantics matter, I guess. If you're DeAndre Baker's attorney, which we are not. No, 
No. And now look, this news is not is not fun news to talk about. And let's revisit something else. Daniel and I uh, have been down the road several times. We have bemoaned the fact when reporters will comment on allegations from a crime that did not commit years prior. Okay, that's not what we're doing right now. We are talking about a current situation that a a person of interest has turned themselves in and charges have been pressed. Now, we are not we're going to hold off doing full judgment until this comes out until either guilty or not guilty all the evidence he claims daniel to have affidavits signed by witnesses and video evidence exonerating him of these crimes uh, and they are severe crimes they are not they're not a joke no they're not and uh, i mean i'll just say he better have those things because mm-hmm. the story does not look great um no it's i mean we all know that the media can take a story and spin it in a million different ways and um who knows what you end up getting in the end but at least the early reports the initial reports did not look great for uh deandre baker so um you know what's sad to me daniel it was sad we we went on uh, locked on giants a few weeks ago and got some Mm -hmm. interesting intel uh, out of reports over there in the locker room talking about a veiled DeAndre Baker's not doing smart things and getting mm-hmm. into some some bad influence in the locker I, room. I think the words were were used. He's he's listening to the he seems to be listening to the wrong people. Yeah, that's that's, that's troubling. Well, it's that's troubling when we hear that. Mm-hmm. And we suspected there was some reason. It wasn't talent that he wasn't making an impact his rookie year. It wasn't opportunity that he wasn't making an impact his right. rookie year. He had both of those. It was something else. And so this is now the second confirmed instance in which he's listening to outside influences and acting upon them. Uh, DeAndre, why? Let's, let's have this why? not be the case. I am waiting for TMZ to have video of you uh, sitting on your hands. As somebody else is waving around a gun that looks exactly like you. That's what I'm hoping mm. for, DeAndre. That's that's what we're hoping for. DeAndre's twin brother, lesser known twin brother, uh, Calvin Baker, I believe his name. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that, but that's Calvin that's... also also works in the laboratory of of Sun Chips or something like that, making new flavors. Um, no, yes, we, we're hoping correct. that's the case. So we will reserve. Uh, more insight but if you haven't heard the news deandre not looking good um yeah hopefully gets that's out of this. A, that's enough of that Clint. let's talk about some players that are still on this uga roster uh let's talk about who might be poised to have a breakout season and we will do that um coming up right after this but first mm-hmm. um clint what's it's that time again it's, oh, it's the time. It's it's the it's the time to talk about it's Bill like Black. it's like when you were a kid playing catch and the bikes yep. were on the driveway and uh-huh. that that sound that musical mm-hmm. sound mm-hmm. is just floating around out there and everybody scurries to their home mm-hmm. to grab whatever loose change they can to yep. come out to the ice cream man and the ice yep. cream man in this case for adults for guys that are looking to get fit maybe uh, maybe some protein maybe the the pandemic hasn't been kind to your midsection hello. Funny because it's real. Funny because it's, it's real. real. Uh, maybe you need some help, guys. Well, guess what? Built Bar here is here for you. Incredible protein bar. But, Daniel, that's that's not what makes it incredible for you and I. What makes it's, it incredible? It, it's the ice cream truck analogy is all too fitting when it comes that's to right. Bill Bar. I'm not sure if you've had a little thing that I like to call um, chocolate fudge brownie Bill Bar, but mm-hmm. – 
that thing, that thing is insane. Um, I ate it the other day on the way to work and, um, I felt weird because it was eight o'clock in the morning and I was eating what, what seemed to be a brownie. Um, because in in fact, your, your taste buds were tricked into believing it was a brownie. Correct. But in fact, high in protein, uh, low in calories, low in sugar, uh, high in fiber. It is uh, healthy and it's delicious. You know, by now. Go to BillBar.com, enter the promo code locked on, get $10 off your first order. If this is still your first order, I don't know what to tell you, guys. Right. Like, this is, you're behind. You're behind. But just in case it is, uh, $10 off your first order, BillBar.com, promo code locked on. We got players still on this team, Daniel, that are trying to make All an right impact. Now. That's right. DeAndre Baker is gone. And, um, uh, but, but there are some players. Who I think are starting to get a little bit of a chatter in the offseason. There's always this one or two players every offseason that seem to be picking up. You know, the video will come out like on on social media, on the uh-huh. Twitter, of them just doing wind sprints in the sand or something. <laughs> That's and always pe- my favorite. Every single offseason, the, the three-cone drill on, mm-hmm. on the beach like, People working that shuttle drill, just getting ready for the combine. Uh-huh. Uh, this year, two of the guys that are getting a lot of off-season attention are uh, James Cook and Demetrius Robertson. Yeah, both offensive playmakers, both uh, former five-star recruits, at least according to some services for James Cook. Uh, both people that UJ fans have expected a lot from. And both, dare I say, mm-hmm. have disappointed in their early careers <sighs> at UGA. Now, look, I'm not saying that it's their fault. You can blame any number of things. Um, but the fact is that neither of them have made significant contributions to the UGA offense. Clint, what I want to know from you is which one of those two young men, James Cook or Demetrius Robertson, is in your mind more poised to have a breakout campaign in the 2020-2021 football season? Daniel, you have chosen two of the enigmas on offense for me. Okay, that's that was the purpose. That was yeah. the point. These my guys dis- go together. These guys go together. Okay, my my I don't want to say disdain, but my disliking of these two uh, has been known on this podcast. I can't figure out what's going on. James Cook, it seems that people believe you're the the next incarnation of Reggie Bush in college sports. Correct. Uh, And I have yet to see anything other than scrimmage film to tell me otherwise. Running in the sand. G-Days, this guy looks like he can't be touched. Unstoppable. I called him. I believe King Boo has been King the name. Boo on King skates. Boo. King Boo has been an, has been invoked. Ghost on skates. I That's right. That's right. D Rob has just been a flash. I mean, the guy is quicker than quick. If I had to choose one of these, uh, which you're making me, I, I choose D Rob. And here's the reason. Okay. Okay. I think depth chart wise, there's going to be more opportunity for him to get out there, not to ascend the depth chart to number two or three status or four status, but just more rotational formations that he's able to do so. 
Okay. I think James mm-hmm. Cook has to niche out a little bit of a role uh, because it seems, again, as evident uh, mm-hmm. that Zeus is going to be getting a lather. Uh, Kenny McIntosh, I'm still very high on, uh, even though we might think uh, James has an opportunity in this new offense with the Monk to do something. Uh, I think it's easier for a wide receiver to make plays and get going uh, when the offensive playbook is opened up. If you're just pitching around the yard, uh, a la look at USC last year, okay? Mm -hmm. If you think USC was good, they weren't. But you know who was really good? Uh, Wide receivers just trying to go up and get air balls everywhere. So uh, I'm going to go speed. I'm going to go open up offense. I'm going to go everybody slanting to one side of the field with Jorge and uh, and Blaylock and go with D-Rob. What say you? Well, I, I'm going to zig when you probably thought I was going to zag here. I am going to go James Cook. Now, um, I've made it known. I've gone ahead and I've hitched my wagon to Zamir White this season. I've made it known that I think he's going to have one of the better seasons that a UJ running back has had in quite some time. I believe that um, he is poised and ready I believe that he's in a perfect time coming off an injury two years ago. I believe that um, he has had very limited carries thus far in his UGA career. So he has all the experience, and he's very well rested, fresh and ready to go. So I think Zamir White's going to have a big year. But I will say this. James Cook will be the number two back on this team. He will be the Elijah Holyfield to... Uh, Zamir White's DeAndre Swift. I'm not comparing those players, but I'm saying that's the type of yeah, the relationship. split. That's the type of split that we're looking at. Hopefully, Zamir won't be injured the way that Swift was in 2018 with Elijah Holyfield. But um, I think if if you see um, Kenny McIntosh, no offense to Kenny McIntosh, if you see Kenny McIntosh as the number two back on this team getting carries then James Cook is done at Georgia. If if he is being used in a jack-of-all-trades utility knife type of role, um, then you can pretty much write him off because I don't care. I'm not, I'm not basing this on Todd Munkin and his scheme and his ability to be mm. creative to get somebody a ball because, listen, if you're good, somebody doesn't need to get creative to get you the ball. Do you understand what you do? You go and you demand the ball. That's what happens if you're good, okay? Nobody got creative to get A.J. Green the ball. They just threw the ball in the general vicinity of A.J. Green, and he caught it. That's what happened. So if Todd Munkin needs to figure out a way to get James Cook involved, James Cook ain't worth getting involved. Mm -hmm. James Cook, I believe, is going to come out and demand touches. He's going to demand snaps because I believe he is going to have multiple 40 plus yard runs this year mm. i believe Jim, handoffs Clint, i believe he's going to receive a handoff and i believe okay. he's going to take it uh i believe he's going to take it to the house from 40 plus uh multiple times this season i think you're going to see him with an insane yards per carry and i think you're going to see him uh catching balls out of the backfield in regularity because i think he's going to be getting mm, 30% of the snaps at running back. I really do. And so that's my that's my prediction for James Cook. I think he is going to have a breakout performance. I do think Samir White's going to have a great year, but I think James Cook is going to be right there next to him. Yeah. You know it would be great if uh 
if I could take just like 10% of James Cook and put it on Zamir White, and I could take 10% of Zamir White and put it on, mm. on James Cook, there are yeah. times, James Cook, just put your head down and give me – bust through the hole, James. If you bust through the hole, there's an opening on the other side, and then you could sprint for days. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Zeus has been – we don't need to go back down that road of, of what I hope for his eyesight this year. Uh, hey, Daniel, we got a segment coming up that is probably one of – one of the favorites to talk about can't, on this podcast. I can't wait. I can't okay. wait. Let's get there. What's the subject, Daniel? Clint, the quarantine has been long, okay? Here's Very. the thing. And some of y'all, I don't know what your situation's been. I don't know what, what the inside of your house looks like. I don't know what the walls you've been staring at for the last several weeks look like. But let me just break some things down for you. I live in the fine city of Nashville. Mm. Which is which is located in the cesspool that is Tennessee. Um, it is an oasis in the garbage can that is the state of Tennessee. Couldn't have said it better myself. I don't know if you know what's going on out there, Clint. But let me just explain to you that Tennessee has gone ahead this offseason mm-hmm. and they have just lost their dadgum minds. Fans and news reporters and prognosticators, just everyone associated with that hideous orange sherbet has has lost their mind. Across the board, it has the wheels have fallen off. Um, So in case you are unaware and God bless you. If you are unaware. If you're not soaking up every single tidbit of news from any sport whatsoever. Daniel, um, I watched soccer this morning. I watched professional cornhole played in a conference room with people wearing masks. At the Hilton yep. downtown. Yep. Correct. 100% saw the same thing. And I heard I heard the phrase, uh, must be frustrating for these athletes to come all this way and nope. be disappointed like that. Nope. And I thought, stop, stop, mm, come stop on, it. y'all. <laughs> stop, stop. The guy with latex, the official with latex gloves that goes and fishes the little bean bags out of the hole. That's the that's special. That's on ESPN. That's the that's original ESPN. That's the the flagship. The the, the flagship network. Um, okay, look. Here's here's the bottom line. Tennessee is currently ranked number two in the 2021 uh, football recruiting rankings. Well, that sounds to tw- very exciting and incredible for them, Daniel. Very exciting times. And let me tell you, being ranked number two in the 2021 football recruiting rankings is winning the national championship. That yes. is, it is winning the national championship. So that has prompted former Tennessee players coming out of the woodwork saying in two years, 2023, Tennessee is going to win the national championship because Guaranteed. all of these all of these elite recruits, Clint, I say again, all of these elite recruits will now be juniors, which will make them the most talented roster in the nation. Paul Feinbaum is mm-hmm. just trolling the entire SEC by putting out a news story every day with the headline uh is Tennessee the next sleeping giant in college football? Is Tennessee finally waking up? Is Tennessee finally rising back to prominence? Um, Clint, let me just tell you. Let me tell you a little bit about Tennessee. Um, they've got 21 commits signed 
Um, do you know That's how many? A full slate. Do you know how many you're allowed to sign? Clint? 23, 24, 25, it's, depending it's, on the cycle. Yeah. Let's just call it 25. Let's be generous. So they got sure. 21 out of 25 slots filled. Clint, um, of those 21 okay. recruits, do you know how many of them are four and five stars? Oh, it's if they're number two in the rankings and Paul Feinbaum's coming on and talking that, it's got to be somewhere like probably four stars. Let's give them five four stars and one five star, two five stars. Well, it's less than half of their overall commits are no. four and five stars. And that leaves them with – are you ready, Clint? That leaves them with 12 three-star recruits, oh. Clint. In this signing class. Now, just so we're clear, uh-huh. if you go, if you're Georgia Tech, you're thrilled with a three star recruit. Oh, oh, Jeff down there is ecstatic. You are over the moon. All right, Clemson, Ohio State, yeah. Georgia, Alabama, yeah. LSU. These schools, these schools fishing in the three star pond all that often. No. Let me tell you. Let me just tell you if they are or not. Ohio State three three star recruits. Tennessee, 12. Clemson, zero three-star recruits. Tennessee, 12. USC, three three-star recruits. Tennessee, 12. LSU, two. Tennessee, 12. Georgia, one. Tennessee, 12. Um, Clint, let me read off the schools that have at least 12 five-star recruits in the top 50 24-7 sports rankings. Are you ready? Uh, 12. 12 three-star? 12, 12 three-star. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. 12 three-star recruits. At least 12 three-star recruits. Okay, give so it So far in the current 2021 football recruiting rankings. Uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep going. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Wait. Here's another one. Okay. Baylor. Oh. <laughs> okay. What? But, uh, oh. I found another one. Okay. Virginia. Oh, oh no. Oh, here, no. Here comes Cincinnati. Oh, no. Hey, Luke Fickle is going to turn a couple of those three-star kids into five-star. But let me tell you this right now. Let me tell you this. Jeremy Pruitt, not Luke Fickle. No. Um, Clint, are you ready for the rest of the schools in the top 50 that have at least 12 three-star recruits? There are no more. Oh, That's it. No. So That's you're talking, it. They are, they are shopping down the aisle of the close-at sale in the warehouse mm-hmm. of, the, of the warehouse store yes. itself. Okay. The they are literally s- in correct. the distribution center of the warehouse store on clearance, final sale, no returns. Mm-hmm. And they're there with Baylor, who just lost their head coach. Yes. Okay. Great. The, yes. That's right. Virginia. Uh-huh. Who Bronco's doing some things, but it's sure. Virginia. It's Virginia. Okay. And Cincinnati, who Cincinnati. is who is a baseball town through and through. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's correct. The Walmart that Tennessee showed up to on Black Friday, uh, those are the those are the people that they're elbowing, trying yeah. to get the Barbie Dream House that they're looking yes. for. That's yes. That's that's the current state of the Tennessee recruiting class. And I remind you, Clint. People are talking about them winning the national championship with, quote, the most talented roster in college football in a couple of years. Yeah, I just got to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Uh, Daniel, I, I think the biggest question for me about this recruiting cycle. So not only do they have a bunch of kids. And yes, right now, are they leaps and bounds ahead of others? 
Correct. You know why, Daniel? Why is that? Because we don't, what's that word I'm looking for, where you take anything with a heartbeat and a football helmet? Settle. Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah. That's that's the word. We're not settling. Yeah. Other people We're, aren't settling. Big programs mm-hmm. aren't settling. Jeremy Pruitt, will you take my scholarship, kid? Yes? Great. You're signed. Let me just be clear to you. If five five-star players today called up Jeremy Pruitt and wanted to commit to Tennessee, he couldn't take them all. Could not. Do you know what that indicates to me? These coaches, we're talking recruiting starting when kids are kids, okay? Not kids as in the colloquial like youngster in high school, okay? No, children. And so if Jeremy – yeah, literal children. Uh, if Jeremy Pruitt is out there signing these players, he knows something we don't we, – we don't know. And, well, now we do know because it's clear and evident. If you're filling out your roster with three stars, it's because he has no chance in the world to get any more four- or five-star kids. He's hoping for a few more two- or, or three-stars. You fill out your back end with three-stars. Mm-hmm. You don't that's lead correct. out the gate with them. Unless that's all you plan on getting. Oh, that too. That's that's the thing. Tennessee, God bless you. It's the off season, so – just can't Welcome wait. To pod. Can't wait to get excited. I did see that um, Jared Guarantano has put on some weight. That's the big news. Thirty pounds of it's muscle. Big, um, real quick, real quick question, Daniel. Just real quick. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, your, your arm when you throw it. Can you okay. add thirty pounds to your arm and it help you throw better? Did they? Did he put on thirty pounds of accuracy? Because I didn't. I don't know did, if they measure accuracy and weight these days. Did 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 he put thirty more pounds of film study on? No, no, just overall talent, like genes. Did he put on thirty pounds of genetic literal, makeup? Literal <laughs> DNA. Did he did he get some bone marrow that got that yeah got injected? No, no, some sort of an infusion. I think there's a new treatment they're working out in Knoxville. If Jared Guarantano is your starting quarterback, you're not going to contend for anything. Period. I was just going to say, if week end six, of sentence. If Week 6 Garantano is still your quarterback, Tennessee, I would be calling for some heads. Yeah. Well, just don't worry. The three stars are coming. They're going to save the program. <laughs> All right. Look, that's enough Tennessee talk for the week. Um, uh, we will be back on Wednesday. We are going to play another round of this or that. Um, we got more questions. we got more things to choose from. And um, I believe you can get with this. Or you can get with that. Those are the two choices that we're going to have. Sounds exciting. It does. Uh, That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. And if you want to listen to something else, you can now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On SEC. And we will see you guys on Wednesday. See ya. See ya.